Simperl Software Defense weekly updates for September 25th, 2021. Welcome back to Simple Cyber Defense. This week we have an interesting Reddit post where someone was tracked very easily and we're going to go over how they happened and so let's begin my name is carl i'm joined with hi this is Ahmad. and and so what actually did you discover on reddit this week so, so i was flipping through reddit and i found um a gentleman that will and will keep the usernames private uh but i'm pretty sure you can easily find it uh, someone was being trolled by another person and uh you know was was being called out was being called names and and he, they were being treated very inappropriately um and all the the uh the person had the, per, the troll all the troll had was a username there was no photo there was no uh correct information on the profile as as far as location or age or, or any of that no, no pii no you know, was given on their profile yet you go through the video and you see that that person was discovered um you, and then it was not just discovered he was discovered his location even the use facial recognition software to find out who that person is and then they found out some more information about that person that they found out that he was actually a registered sex offender and then they found his name address location and all that stuff from that registry um and yeah and and i was i was really taken aback because i i you know i wanted to find out and how was he discovered you know he, this person was anonymous online he hid all his information he, he and then he also you know all the information that was on his profile was incorrect so with all that with all these steps that he had taken to say anonymous how was he discovered is that you know and and i i don't understand what what do you think happened there okay so when I reviewed the video, I've noticed a couple of things. The first thing that they said was that they got him on a video chat, and that's how they're able to do the facial recognition, because with the video chat, they took a screenshot. And so the question is, how would they have gotten that information? The mm. simple thing is basically just simple social engineering and they basically either pretended to be someone that would he would be interested in interacting with, or they just lied about themselves and gained his trust back and forth and eventually got him to do a video chat. So that's where that's where they're able to get the the uh, photo and then be able to, from there do the facial recognition to get his true name. And it, I think they got really lucky with him being on the sex offender list. So you you said social engineering. Can you mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit what social engineering is and what are the steps that 
someone can take to uh, to get information from someone and also what are the steps that someone can take to protect themselves from something like that yeah so basically social engineering is is a method of trying to gain trust from someone else by pretending that they have either the authority or like uh it's best to give an example like ability maybe you know you yeah. try to get somebody to like you so so pretty much even though it's it's a, it's a, the cybersecurity realm mm-hmm. we're still working or still attacking the human element we're yeah. not attacking there's no technical elements here yet no not right? for social engineering because they realize that people are the biggest threat or not the biggest threat, but the biggest uh, vulnerability because people can easily be tricked. Like say, for example, you get an email from your bank, except it's not really from your bank. It's from an attacker who created that email to make it look like it's from your bank so that you click on a link and log in and then oops instead of giving your credentials to your bank you're giving it to the attacker so now, they're impersonating your bank or somebody from your bank yeah so in this case this video most likely they were impersonating like a a minor that this mm-hmm. person would want to interact with and so okay. they're saying like yeah I'm 12 years old or 13 years old or whatever the age group that he was interested in and started chatting him up and and then either he initiated the video chat or she or the other person initiated the uh, the uh, chat and then when he got the photo everything was just lined in that way hmm. so the best way i would say to protect yourself against social engineering is to just stop and think like a lot of times these social engineers they try to make things go fast paced because when you're in a rush how well are your judgment how well is your judgment it's not very as well as if you sit that back and think about okay look at the look at this situation something just doesn't seem uh just seem right but if you're in a rush you're like oh well I, I gotta get this done so i'm just gonna click here and like oh crap but you sit there and think about it afterwards like well why did i do that it's because when you're in a rush you're not thinking clearly so a lot of times you just have to stop and just slow down and just think about it the attackers will try to put pressure on you to try to make you go as fast as they want you to because they know the faster you go the less you're likely to think about it and the easier it is for you to fall for their traps hmm. okay well this this is a you know kind of talking about social engineering um if if we look at social engineering as in in this in this context um number one it, to me, it seems like it'd be something that's continuously changing, right? That yeah. the tricks and the tactics are changing. It uh, also that it it all may involve more than one person. So it may mm-hmm. you may be uh, a target 
and and they could use multiple channels to attack that target or to get yeah. or elicit information from that target. Mm -hmm. um, and also, it, it may be in person or electronic from behind the, behind the screen. Right? Or even all over the phone, too. Over the phone. Okay. Um, and, and kind of to, to summarize, uh, to summarize what you said here, or to, to kind of uh, bullet point the, 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 the principles of social engineering, you had mentioned, you know, uh, uh, like one, one of the things that you just mentioned is, is urgency, right? Um, and, and it's kind of like, okay, let, let's act quickly, because if we don't do this, we're, you know, we're not, you're not going to get the reward, and mm -hmm. also you're not going to get to think. But also um, scarcity, right? Uh, scarcity. It's another principle of social. It's another principle yeah. of social engineering where, oh, you know, there is this this discount is you know it's thirty percent. We're only or fifty percent. We're only giving it to ten people today, you know. So okay. you have to act right now. Or only um, like ten minutes. <laughs> right. Like yep. um, uh, another principle of social engineering that. Uh, that is also known as authority. You know, somebody mm -hmm. you, you get calls or, or voicemails from somebody pretending to be the IRS or pretending to be somebody in position of power. Um, and, and then you can mix that with intimidation, right? If you don't yeah. do this, this will happen. You'll go and intimidation is another tactic or another principle of social engineering. Um, and, you know, we, we, like we just said, social engineering tactics differ from place to place from time to time. Um, and you know, the tactics that can be used against you, like another one can be like, it's, it's called a consensus or social group where, uh, you will, you know, you will be convinced by the social engineer based on, uh, kind of like what's normally expected, you know, um, for in society or, or, or in your area. Um, another one is, is, is familiarity. Right. Oh, well, you know, your friend down the street did this, too, or your neighbor did this or this guy from this department, you know, that works with you or this lady did this. So you should it's OK for you to do it as well. And as human beings, we kind of get coaxed into doing things like this. Yeah. And then uh, another one is trust. You know, if 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 you uh, like, for example, uh, another video that, that you sent me, somebody calling. And I say, hey, I'm from the IT department. You know, they spoof the number. Yep. Say, I'm from the IT department. Well, I trust from I trust anyone from the IT department. They're, you know, that's their job is to protect my digital mm -hmm. data. Uh, and if, if I get a call from a number that has, and someone says they're IT, they're automatically trusted, trusted to yeah. do whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's that's another principle. Um, so if if you notice. All of those things that we talked about, we haven't touched a keyboard or a mouse, no. right? And and this is to me because when you sit behind your computer screen, your guard for for me at least, my guard is up. You yeah. know, this is, I I know I'm not going to click on any links. I got my my virus protection on. I got my you know spyware protection on. I got my VPN on. I got you know all this stuff on my computer to protect me digitally. But if I'm not aware. If I'm not smart enough to see the threats, I will, I'll get got, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's, that's, that's the danger of social engineering. Yeah. Right. Um, so how can someone have or be aware enough consistently 
that they may not fall for the tricks of a, a, a or of a of a social engineer. How can I protect myself from that? Because that to me that's that's too much diligence, right? And yeah. and 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 we, we as human beings we don't do this. You know, we're, we're diligent all the time. Sometimes we let our guard down. What do you think is the best path forward that somebody can protect themselves? If if you were talking to your grandmother, tell what would you tell? Give her give me like a, a quick summary of okay. advice that you could give somebody who's not technical. So when like give the example of the IT department or someone else. Uh, what you could do is just say, okay, I'm busy right now. I'll give you a call back when I'm ready for you to do whatever. And you hang up with that person. And then you have a number that you know is directly a good number to the IT department. And you call the IT department directly. Don't use the numbers they gave you, but the ones that you have that you know it's good. And then call them and say, hey, I just got a call from someone from the ID department about da, 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 is this true if they say yes then okay you can go through it if they say no then you know it's a a uh, social engineering attempt um, a lot of times when you get like these either emails or text messages about packaging packages being delivered again don't click on any links don't call any numbers but just have like a bookmark of where you could go in and track packages that you know that you're going to be expecting. And if you're not expecting any packages, just totally disregard it altogether. Um, I think those are the main things to keep out for when you're doing like the, either the calls or the emails is just have good data that you know will get you directly to that person who's pretending to be them so that you know okay is this true they can either verify it or not verify it i know it's an extra step and it may seem kind of tedious but it's really the only 100 percent way to protect yourself against it it's just to verify it it's like what they say trust but verify yeah. okay and um one of the things that that i see most a lot of people falling for is that is that urgency yeah right like hey you know get this done get this done it's just slow down you know yeah, that's another thing slow just down slow and yeah think. and think real quick that's and, and of course you know it's it, arming yourself with knowledge right mm -hmm. like learn so just so you have if something like this happens you're like okay this could be that you know i'm not mm -hmm. saying everybody's out to get me but it yeah. could be that what do i have to lose if I, if I click on that link or if I sent, give my information out or, yeah. yeah. And, and, and going back to the, to the Reddit post that we talked about initially, this guy was a troll, right? Mm -hmm. But he didn't, he, he didn't put, have his guard up nope. because he only had it up when he created that profile. But as he yeah. used that profile, it became redundant. It became the norm and he started mm -hmm. to use it. And that's how he, was found yep. and I'm, I'm i'm glad he was that's, yeah that's it's you don't really troll people thing. online you know that's no. not a, especially like that. if you're a sex offender <laughs> exactly right right and and so that that's good um cool well uh let's see do you have any examples of uh any famous social engineering attacks 
that 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 uh, that we that you may know about that you read about that may be interesting that you want to share? Yeah, um, I think the the best, most famous social engineering is the one where the uh, movie Catch Me If You Can was based on. Okay. <laughs> that guy yeah. used flattery to talk to the secretaries and used a lot of fake checks to get what he wanted. And he was very smooth talker and... He didn't use any technology at all. He just talked to people, gained their trust through saying the right things at the right times. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, because I have been uh, studying for Security Plus and I'm listening to uh, a lot of uh, Professor Messer's uh, videos, I remember he mentioned this on, I can't find it here. Um, it was a, a Twitter name, a Twitter username um, that was lost. And for the user to get it back, it was $50,000. Mm -hmm. And we just find the exact wording here. Oh, yeah, I think I remember, remember this. It, it was very interesting. Luckily, he was able to get it back without paying yeah uh let's see Here but the way he did it was just basically social engineering he tricked twitter into giving him access to it okay so the user the user's name was naoki hiroshima mm -hmm. and the username was at n that's it just the letter, just n. The letter n that was yeah and I think that social, they, they wanted that username for some reason, or it's either they wanted to use it for something or to sell it to someone, yeah. or they wanted to make the money from the person who owns that username. So yeah. what the attacker did is they called PayPal, okay? Yep. PayPal, big company, but of course, who, who do you talk to when you call PayPal? You call just an average person, just like you and I, yeah. right? And then what they did is they used the last four digits of the credit card on file, Right. The, I mean, they use social engineering to get the last four digits of the credit card on file. That's all they did. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they didn't need anything else. And if you look at your receipt when you go to the gas station and you use the gas, you use the pump after somebody who didn't pull their receipt. See, you get the last four. Right. And you get right? the last four digits of the credit card. That's all they needed. Then the attacker after that, they called GoDaddy, another big, huge conglomerate. Mm -hmm. They talked to a person over there. And then they told them, hey, I lost, the, I lost my card, um, but to validate, all I have is the last four digits. Can you validate it with the last four digits? Of course, mm -hmm. they use a lot of social engineering. And then, um, and then what they did is they got the first uh, two digits of the card mm -hmm. from GoDaddy. So now they have the last four and first two. And the first two. And then they was they were allowed to keep guessing until they got they got the, the number right. Yep. The rest of it right. So how um, how can you do that? Would you know, allow somebody to give you that many guesses to get us a credit card number? Social engineering, sweet talking, just like you talked about. Any of the other mm -hmm. principles that we talked about. Um, and now that they have the credit card number, 
they did what's what we call a uh, 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 domain squatting right now. They're in control of yeah. that of that domain. Um, uh, and what, then what they did is they did um, they did uh, uh, what they, they did um, when they took control of that of that domain name. Yep. Now they have they went to the user that own, to that owns that n username and said, "Hey, I own your web your your Website, domain yeah. now. Do you want it?" Or you want to give me fifty thousand dollars? You know, so like, no, we'll we'll give it. Give me my domain back, and I'll give you my 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 Twitter username. Twitter username yep. Right now, uh, the owner agreed. Now all Twitter had all all they did is he transferred that number, and and then after that the the um or they transfer the transfer that username, and then they reported to Twitter, and then months later. Uh, they eventually restored access and and uh, she got her or he got his I don't know if it's a he or she got their yeah. username back. Yeah. But now how much how much work on the social engineer side did it take to get that for what result? And then how much work did it take on the victim side to get it, did back. it take yeah. to get it back? Now, is that is it that's what we that's what we talk about the tax. That you, that you pay to, <laughs> to be a good to be a good person online right mm-hmm. and and that's that's one of the things that that could have totally been avoided and it's it's, it's no fault of the of the user right no. it's all the fault of the the representatives or those big companies and so, if, if they invest in that tra- that type of training you know they will be able to protect their 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 users much more because yeah. now we're looking at what, who did this affect? The, the reputation of GoDaddy the, and the reputation of uh, of PayPal, PayPal yep. right? for, for big companies like that. So that's 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 another example of how social engineering can be used in in different steps to mm-hmm. take control of something that you own that's yours. Yeah, it, it's simple tricks that they use, but they're effective because they use. They take advantage of basically humanities, like they want to trust people. Or they just want to do the benefit of the doubt because it's kind of hard to sit there and be critical of every little thing around you because it's like saying, okay, everyone's off to get me. Like You'll start to get paranoid and people don't want to live that way. So mm-hmm. that's why social engineering really works very well. It's because they prey upon the just basically human nature and it's hard to defend yourself unless you sit there and just stop and just think over okay what's really going on here is does this really make sense like with the uh, urgencies of this big major deal is only 10 minutes long it's like do you really think that like a thousand dollar product is only going to be 20 bucks it's just something just doesn't smell right here. If it's too good to be true, it probably it is. is so. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's okay. Um, yeah. So just wanted just again like social to me like social engineering and and for for anyone who's listening to us that is that is more technical. Don't. Like we always think of, so oh, this is the easy part. This is the yeah. part that I'll, you know, I, I, I want to learn how to do a penetration testing. I want to know how to exploit vulnerabilities. I want to know how to, you know, pivot and, and do all this stuff. 
fine. That's, that's all fine. But for you to get there, for you to even gain access to a network, the easiest way to gain access to that network is to walk into a lobby, say, hey, man, what's the Wi-Fi password? Oh, uh, uh, your public Wi-Fi network is not working. Can I have the password for your internal Wi-Fi network? Or even you worse, know. come in like, I have a job interview. Can you print off my resume and give them a USB key or USB drive? <laughs> they plug it in and now you yeah, own the you whole own computer the system. Yeah. Own the network. Yeah. So, so it's just very easy to fall for these tricks. And yeah. if you look at a lot of the big major data breaches, a lot of them do start off with social engineering. If you really think about it, it's like with, uh, let's see if I can see an example. Um, I know with the, like with some of the ransomware attacks, most of those started off with social engineering. They gave an email pretending that they're a customer, like with the pipeline attack, they created an invoice that looked like it was from a customer they sent it through to whoever they clipped it open and then all of a sudden boom they were owned again yeah. that's social engineering that allowed them to enter into the a uh, the sony attacks is another example too the executives got emails and then they clicked on those email links and then their passwords were compromised and allowed the attackers to go into their networks and then eventually they just owned them and took them down. Yeah. And you know, and, and this happens because even even if you're being diligent, you'll say, Oh, this wouldn't happen to me. No, you're no yeah. you're not special. No, None no, of no, us no is special. Or yeah. all human and we'll all fall for those tricks. Mm -hmm. So now let's say it happened. I feel I became a victim of social engineering. I'm mm -hmm. very embarrassed. And I, I, the, the, the thing that I lost the most was my dignity. Um, mm -hmm. How can I recuperate from that? What are the steps that I need to take to undo um, any type of social engineering attack? Is there is there like is there anything that you can do or you just learn from it and move on? I, I think it also depends on the attack. Like if. Mm -hmm. If it's like they compromised a credit card number, you can get a new credit card number. But if they compromised your personal identifier information, like social security numbers or things like that, you're more likely not able to recruit from that because you can't change your social security number. Or if you get your address out there, like you have a choice to either move to a new address, which some people can't do, or just be a little bit more diligent and, and not let that out. So I think it just depends on what type of information is out there. Like, can you change it? Change it. If you can't change it, then you just secure it better. Okay. It's like, but um, definitely keep an eye on like identity theft and do like a, credit monitoring like with credit karma or things like that okay and also one one thing i wanted to um to kind of bring uh, bring to your attention is uh, and i'm talking about the, the legality of 
exposing, like if we go back to the video that started mm -hmm. this whole thing, exposing information or bringing to light information that's already out in the public, at least in the United States, is not illegal. No. Um, so, for example, you, you toss your 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 uh, garbage and somebody does dumpster diving and they go into your, mm -hmm. in your recycling bin and they get your name, address and phone numbers and any and bills. Card that information, did. yeah. The, nobody owns that information. Mm -hmm. So that information now is public. public same yeah. thing if, you know, uh, it's public domain. So same thing if you are trolling somebody online and then they find information about you that is publicly accessible and publicly available online and yep. all they're doing, and if you talk, if you remember our last episode where we had our guest and, you know, all she did was, it was OSINT, right? And she said that the, everything that we do is we just gather, you know, collect and organize all the information that's readily available and we put it in one Once. single single format, right? Yep. That's, that's what they're doing. The information is out there in the public. It's open source intelligence. It's open for everybody. It's not illegal for somebody to bring that to light. Um, and honestly, if you're trolling people, you deserve it. Yeah. You just, and you're, and you're, you're, you're a sex offender. You deserve it. And you're a pedophile too. You're not just, you know, yeah. regular, you know, so you're even 10 times worse. Yep. Right. Um, so yeah, the, as far as the legality, you, you have no legal recourse. So yeah. just, just be a nice person. Yeah. Be a good person. The That's only you. legality you have is if they post things that are pri like private, not publicly available, like health records or mm -hmm. things like that, that, but that's stuff like that wouldn't be available. No, it wouldn't. But right. again, right. Th those are the only recourse you get. But if they like get right. your address, your home address, and or like uh, license plate number, those are basically public information, and it's it's sad that it's looked at that way. But at the same time, if you put it out there people are going to find it especially in social media like how many people put their entire lives on either facebook or twitter or whatever and then they get surprised when some random weirdo sees it and say oh comments on it and start stalking them it's like well you kind of put yourself out there by putting all that information publicly so you can't really be surprised when someone finds it yeah Cool. Well, that uh, that about wraps it up for me, man. You got anything else, Dad? Nope. I I think this is a really good episode, and just be more diligent. Remember, think before you act. And make sure that you have a way to verify whatever claims people are making, especially if they're trying to push you into doing something like right this very second. Yep. So just remember, social engineering is a very simple but effective tool. And it really should be on the radar of everyone to protect themselves. All right. So with that said, this will end this episode. And we'll see you in the next one shortly. Right. If you like what was in this episode, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing with others. For more information, to suggest a topic, or to donate, head over to simplecyberdefense.com.